This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening. I'm Joanna. And I'm Nate. And we are Stranger Than, a podcast about the misunderstood, mysterious, creepy, or just plain weird. In this episode, we will be talking about the Little Princes. Now, the Little Princes were Edward the, well, he would have been Edward V, mm-hmm. and his younger brother, Richard of Shrewsbury, Duke of York. Uh, they were 13 and 10 or 9 or something. They are fairly young. They were the sons of Edward IV and Elizabeth Woodville. And to kind of give a little bit of background into sort of uh, just how fucked up these times were, the five or six monarchs before him were all involved in the Hundred Years' War, and that was uh, they died of strokes. Uh, they'd get deposed and starved to death, uh, just sickness, dysentery, beaten in battle. You know, they just died. It was It was pretty shitty to be a monarch, really. Right, these were, like, harsh, like, you know, medieval times, so. And, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't very, it was, it was, yeah, it was very harsh. So, Edward III was the first monarch that was involved in the Hundred Year War, and he died of a stroke and an abscess. He was followed by Richard II, who was deposed and then imprisoned, and uh, they think, Probably starved to death. That's a shitty way to go. Oh, God, yeah. His, the one after him, Henry IV, was just generally in bad health. Uh, He suffered some sort of attacks. So God only knows what that actually was. They didn't really have, you know, names for this shit. It was just like, oh, it's a fucking attack of some sort. So he suffered attacks and eventually died from them. He was followed by Henry V. He was the one that died of dysentery. So, like, maybe he didn't wash his hands very well or... One of his servants making his food didn't wash his hand very well or whatever. Or that it just happened a lot in those times because... Someone didn't wash their hands. Right. I think a lot of people didn't wash his hands. Now, Henry V, he's the one who won the Battle of Bashancourt. And there's like the whole... Shakespeare wrote a play about him, so he's pretty famous. He's a big deal. Right. But he should have washed his hands. Exactly. And he was followed by Henry the Sixth, who sort of... Went mad. Yes, he was the Mad King. He was beaten in battle and deposed, and that's when Edward the Fourth takes the crown. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Edward the Fourth and what's <laughs> going on with all that, Joanna? Why, sure, Nate. <laughs> so, um, Edward the Fourth. So his father was Richard, Duke of York, and he kind of went against King uh, King Henry the Sixth, and basically he was fucking nuts and so his wife margaret of anjou was the one who kind of like ruled she was basically running things she was running things fuck yeah but she had richard uh edward the fourth's father 
she had him executed, and his son was also executed, so Edward's brother, Edmund, was executed. I think he was just, like, 17 years old, like, fleeing um, from battle or something. Something along those lines, but, yeah, both uh, Edward's father and brother had been executed, and then he came into power and, you know, deposed Henry VI. But at first, he let him live. Right. And Margaret of Anjou, like, flees with her son. She has a son named Edward, who at the time is Prince of Wales, but obviously when Edward V becomes king... Edward IV. I mean, yes, sorry. It gets confusing. There's a lot of numbers and a lot of the same names. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is a, that is the hardest thing about British monarchy history that I can think of, is that there's only, like, five names that for each gender that they seem to choose for everything. So if you're a guy, it's like Richard, uh, Henry, um, Edward. Yeah, everyone's like a Richard, a Henry, or an Edward. And then for the women, it's like everyone's an Elizabeth and a Margaret, Anne or Catherine. Mary. Yeah. So it makes it difficult to keep track, you know. <laughs> Especially without a whole lot of surnames. Right. Right, which I guess is why a lot of times they were referred to by their titles rather than their actual given names. Which gets wordy. Yes, it certainly does. Wordy and it's complicated. Yes, so uh, Henry IV takes power and... And he uh, marries Elizabeth Woodville, and that does not go over well, um, especially not with his cousin. So uh, Richard Neville, Duke of Warwick, is... Edward's cousin, and he was the one who kind of got Edward on the throne and encouraged him to, you know, rebel. And yeah, I mean, he was he was referred to as the kingmaker. So he was so sort of behind the scenes. He like, was sort, sort of, of behind. He was the one who like made sure that this happened. And he wanted Edward to marry a French princess and get an alliance with France. But Edward met Elizabeth Woodville under an oak tree. When she came to beg for her son's uh, inheritance rights back because she had been married to a Lancastrian who had been killed during the War of the Roses. Ah. Yeah. So uh, what do you, year does War of the Roses? War of the Roses the... is 1455 to some say 1483, but it may some, – some also say it doesn't end until Henry Seventh actually takes over. Right, which is like two years so later. So that would be like 1485, I believe. Yeah. So somewhere between 1483 to 1485, depending upon who you talk to. Mm-hmm. So her, uh, so the War of the Roses, I mean, was basically, a, you know, the battle for the crown between two, two, it's also called the Cousins War because they were all like, they're all fucking related. It's disgusting when you think about it sometimes. Right, right. Like, um, how many, like, married, like, cousins and, and Probably stuff closer than that, like aunts and to nephews, and who knows. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty inbred. Yeah, and so they were fighting for the crown. So they were both fighting. The yeah, so Lancasters these different cousins. And the Yorks. Yeah, the Lor the house of the Lorks, the house of York, and the house of Lancaster. And the house of York had the white rose as its sigil, and Lancaster was the red rose. And then, um, Hence the name War of the Roses. Yes, exactly. Elizabeth Woodville, she was married to someone who fought for House of Lancaster. Her mother was very allied with the House of Lancaster. 
Her mother was Jaquetta, and she was from the House of Luxembourg. And she served Margaret of Anjou for all, basically, like, since she got married to Henry VI. So her house was kind of deeply aligned with the House of Lancaster. Oh, okay. And Jaquetta, she had actually been married to the brother, she'd been married to the Duke of Bedford, which was the brother of Henry V. So basically she was the previous king's sister-in-law. Okay, the previous line's sister-in-law. Right, and they hadn't had any issue. When he died and left her a widow, she actually married his squire, Richard Woodville. So she totally, like, married for love and in secret, too, because, like, the king hadn't signed off on it. But I guess after the fact he did, but for a bit, like, he, they were in a little bit of trouble over having not So the Woodvillers are aligned with their the marriage House of approved. Lancaster, then. Right. So, but she marries Richard Woodville. And Elizabeth's king, father. Right. And then the king at the time, I don't know if it's Henry V or Henry Henry VI at this point, but uh, he kind of pardons them and gives uh, Richard Woodville, her husband, the title of Baron Rivers. Okay. So you might hear like either Woodville or, Rip, or Rivers as a surname for the people of that family. Right, right. Yeah. So they have 14 children together, which is a lot. That's a shitload. Yeah. Yep, and Elizabeth is the oldest of those children. So Elizabeth, getting back to it, her she loses her husband at one of the battles during the Wars of the Roses. And he was fighting on the side of House Lancaster. Yes, fighting on the you know, against the king, basically, now, because now Richard, I'm not, now Edward is king. And so, anyway, she hears that he's going to be marching through near where she lives, so she takes her two sons. Her two sons are Thomas and Richard Gray. And she meets him under the oak tree, basically, to acknowledge him as king and to ask if she can have her lands back for her children, because they were taken from her, obviously, when when Edward won, so to speak. So they'd all been forfeited because of who her husband was. And right, was, right. They were yeah. enemy at the time, so. Yeah. And um, some people say that her and her mother were... Um, they were sorceresses. Oh, really? Yeah, that uh, there was like a river goddess way back in the day that actually married a count, uh, Count Siegfried, I think it's something along that, something like that, um, and that all the descendants of, like the female descendants of that line have magical powers. So, so they must have got their Hogwarts letters then? Yes, exactly. Lucky them. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a wizard. Right. <laughs> so I don't know how true that was, that rumor is or not. I know that um, at some point when the Earl of Warwick uh, is trying to get Edward off the throne and has actually been plotting and goes against him, she is pulled in on charges of witchcraft. And Elizabeth Woodville is? No, Elizabeth Woodville's mother, Jaquetta, is. Oh, okay. So... There's definitely some truth in the fact that she was rumored to. Well, at to least have, they believe yes. it. Yes. But, of course, that's always a good place, a good way to vilify a woman, too, is to accuse them of witchcraft. So, I don't know too much about that, but they say that she charmed him and, and possibly that Elizabeth Woodville, now getting back to her, that possibly she uh, put a spell on Edward and made him fall in love with her because not long after she meets him under that oak tree, not only does he grant her lands back, but apparently they marry in secret. And so the people didn't probably like that because the king's not really supposed to be just marrying 
just anyone. And I mean, she wasn't like like a serf or a peasant. I mean, she had lands of her own. She was she had the title right, of lady, but she wasn't. You but know, she wasn't like a, an aristocrat, so to speak. Like she wasn't like in the inner circle of suitable people that you would want to make an alliance with and make a marriage with. And that's this was when, uh, uh, marriage for love, and I think that's fucking awesome. And that's when a revolt breaks out, right? Right, <laughs> because apparently, like, not everyone is a romantic and clearly thinks not. it's awesome. <laughs> no, no. So Definitely, the it? Earl of Warwick was fucking pissed about it because he put him on the throne, and now he's not doing what he says anymore. And I no guess that didn't go that. over well. So, who marched their army in? So, I think that was Margaret of Anjou, and I, that was Henry the wife right 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 so basically the king's brother george duke of clarence goes against the king with the earl of warwick the cousin of the king so the king maker yes the king maker <laughs> he's trying to make another king out of george his brother but i guess that just like was not working out for him the people weren't going for it and it just so Instead of uh, getting George on the crown, he then decides to conspire with Margaret of Anjou to get her back, to get the king back, and that uh, Anne Neville, who was uh, Warwick's daughter, would marry Edward, the former Prince of Wales. They would marry, and so his daughter would be queen, and her son would be king after King Henry VI dies, if he gets him back on the throne. Which he manages to do for a short while. They, they, yeah, R- Edward and his brother, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, are run out. Don't they go up, like to Norway or something? Yeah, I, they, I, I'm not sure where they had to hide out, but Elizabeth was left to go into sanctuary. With the, They had like three daughters first, and she was pregnant finally with their son, who would be Edward, or would have been Edward V, one of the little princes. And she had to, like, give birth to him in Westminster Abbey in Sanctuary. Which is, like, chilling out in the crypts. Yeah, like, back in the day, it was, You don't think they had a a nice place for the the well-to-do that are out there? No, you were down in the fucking basement in the crypt, I think, pretty much. You were taking Sanctuary. You relied on other people to bring you food and water. Bring out your chamber pots. Yeah, yeah. Here, thanks for taking this yeah, out. Yeah, since you're, there's like no you're fucking a really toilets. Good friend. Yeah, you're a really there's no good fucking friend. toilets or nothing. Yes, thank you, gotta, you like, so much for taking get out your my, shit out of there. My bucket of fucking oh, shit and piss. It's a good and man, imagine having to. I just, just you be know, a woman and having to use that because every time you pee, you got to hunch over that oh thing. Oh my I mean, god, way easier All for the guys. Squatting involved. Sort of, uh, yeah, oh yeah. Must have had some toned thighs though. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So there's always an upside. <laughs> always an upside. Maybe that could be like the next like exercise, like big billionaire idea. Chamber like go back squats. to the chamber pots. Chamber squats. Chamber squats. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just like, oh, hey, go back to this method of peeing and you'll get fucking some toned up thighs. Because it only takes you a couple times of like slipping and hitting <laughs> that that you're not going to do that anymore. Right. Who wants to? be sitting on their filth bucket <laughs> right oh my gosh so henry and richard get chased out <laughs> right elizabeth uh gives birth in the crypt to uh little prince edward that must have been wonderful too oh Giving my god birth amongst all the shit in the shit pots and the dead bodies and exactly and i and when birth was like actually like birth right like, you had some lady standing there and you were just pushing oh my god 
So that must have been no fucking like meds, no, no, no modern medicine, no of clean any type, stuff. no clean things. I don't even know if they knew to boil water yet. Uh, who knows? If there is, I'm sure you can do it down in the crypt. No, and not quickly, regardless. Probably. <sighs> oh yeah, that was some hardcore shit. She actually ended up birthing like ten children, so Edward was like number four. So. So she was. She, this was not her first barbecue. It was not. I think I mean, she kind of, you know, I mean, this is how, she, I mean, they say witchcraft, I say magic pussy, maybe, you know? Maybe, maybe. There is something to be said about magical vagina. Some chicks are just extra magical. Either way, like it enchanted the king, got ten fucking kids out of it. That's one magic vagina, I'm telling you. At least worked. Right? So, anyways... Because, so anyway. yeah, I mean, the fucking, they lived through all that. She had the son. And then, at some point, Warwick's forces are defeated. Edward and Richard come back. Yes. Raise an army. Yes. Kick Henry VI back out. Mm-hmm. This time, they throw his ass into the Tower of London and put him yes. to death. Uh, the Prince of Wales, or the would-be Prince of Wales, is also killed in battle. So, Margaret of Anjou's son, Henry VI's son... The former and then not former and then former again. Yes. <laughs> Prince of Wales, y'all. And um, so Edward gets back on the throne. Edward's back on the throne. And, and eventually he does have his brother. He forgives George, who turns on like Warwick at the last minute kind of thing, I think. But uh, he does end up executing George in like 1478 i think it is he ends up executing him because he's just continues to be like plotting and stuff so at this point as far as the sons go it's edward the fourth left and his brother richard who's the new edward duke of uh prince of wales no no the dad edward oh edward the fourth edward the fourth and then his brother richard oh yes yes yeah they're the two not his not not his son richard or and his son Edward. And his son Edward. And then, you know, that was the second Richard for Elizabeth Woodville, too. Like, she had her two sons from her previous marriage, Thomas and Richard. And then they have Edward, the first baby boy born in Sanctuary. Uh, after that comes Richard, his brother. So she has two Richards. Just... And then her first chi- her first daughter, the, her first child together with Richard, um, <laughs> with Edward, excuse me, was named Elizabeth if I have another daughter ever, which I probably won't, you know, maybe I'll just name, name her Joanna. Joanna just yeah. to avoid confusion. Just to avoid confusion. Because clearly that avoids confusion. <laughs> right. Let's have like two kids with the same name and then one of them named after me and yeah. One of them named after their, my brother. And like eight cousins and four uncles and because, yeah. Just, it's easy. Like we said earlier, it's like, fuck, You're at the a names. Family reunion, you call like three names and you've got everybody. Yes, basically. Basically. So Edward the Fourth is back in power. Yes. Henry the Sixth is dead. Yes, and there's some rumor too that, um, well, before George was ex- executed, that the three of them, that him and his two brothers, murdered Henry the Sixth in the tower. Oh right, right. Yeah. As to how he actually died, where no one's really a hundred percent, but they know he died in that tower. Yes. And then Edward the Fourth gets sick. Yep, and fucking dies. And fucking dies. Now it wasn't like sick than dead he had some time and so in this time he told his brother richard duke of gloucester that he needs to swear fealty to his son to Mm -hmm. edward to soon to be edward v right 
and he is going to be the Lord Protector of the Realm. So that is basically just a regent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elizabeth Woodville would rather be regent to her son. Right, for a lot of different reasons. You know, when one of the revolts with Warwick had broken out, Warwick had had her father and her brother executed, arrested and executed. So he, she just doesn't trust much of Edward's family. She was very hated. Edward's mother, like, totally fucking hated her. And, you know, her her name was Cecily. Cecily Neville was uh, Edward's mother. But, yeah, she was very, you know, hated and slighted by her family on Edward's side. So I feel like she just didn't want them getting their hands on him. She Understandable. Didn't trust him. Yeah. So she sends the kids. I mean, they need to send Edward to the Tower of London and he needs to be, you know, so that he can be crowned. So he can be crowned yeah. in, in London. So they send him down there. Now, Elizabeth, she sends him down there with her brother. Right. He's with her uh, brother and her son. So they're running down there, and Richard decides that maybe it would be safer if he's the one that takes Edward Right. In. Yeah. They kind of have a, you know, kind of like, oh, just happen to cross paths with each other. and About 70 miles from London, yes. they do. And yes. At, at this point, also, the, uh, what, what was his name? Buckingham? The Duke of Buckingham. That's him. Who is kind of a plotting dick. Who's kind of a plotting dick. Yeah, Henry Stafford, the second Duke of Buckingham. He shows up also at the same place with Richard, sort of on Richard's side, sort of, you know, some say whispering in his ears mm-hmm. a bit. Well, they all are at this place, this manor, and they're all eating together. The This Rivers guy and... So R- Rivers, that that's one of the... Ri- that's her brother, right, uh, Anthony. Yeah, you know. Anthony, what was his name, Anthony? Yeah, so Anthony Woodville, or also known as like, I don't know if he was Baron Rivers too now, because her father was dead at this point. So maybe he was now Baron Rivers. I have no idea how that worked, but Anthony, her brother, and then her, one of her older sons from her first marriage, her older younger son. So they all meet up and they're all eating together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard the Third decides to arrest them. Yep. says they're corrupt and that they need to be arrested. Now, contemporary accounts say that Edward asked Richard to, well, told Richard to release, you know, his other uncle. And Richard said, no, this is for your own protection. Uh, it seems to me like it's sort of a bad idea to tell the future king no. Right. But he does that, and he takes Edward to the Tower of London. Now, we've heard about people dying in the Tower of London, being starved to death and all that kind of stuff. It's also customary to take the, what are they, the crown princes there. Right, or anyone, you know, yeah, who's going to be And there were, there were places to, like, sleeping quarters and stuff like that. So parts of it were not Right, it wasn't just like a, yeah, it wasn't like a, the whole thing wasn't a fucked up dungeon. So upon arriving, Richard is, you know, preparing the coronation. Mm-hmm. It's getting pushed off a bit. Seems getting pushed to be off a bit. Still going on, but already there's been a little bit of uh, upset. Now, during all of this, there's also another fellow named William Lord Hastings, and he's got an army of his own, and he is sort of an ally to Richard, but he definitely doesn't like the Woodfills. A lot of people didn't like them. Yes, and this this William Lord Hastings really was not down with the Woodfills. However, at this point, he's also not particularly down with Richard, since Richard is sort of, you know, 
kidnapped the prince. Right, and seems to be maybe not doing everything he swore he was going to do. Maybe, you know, just maybe likes the power a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord Protector just isn't enough. Exactly. You know? Like, I think really what would be best if it was, was if I was just king. <laughs> and Elizabeth has taken her youngest son, Richard of Shrewsbury, Duke of York. And their other children. And the other children back to Westminster Abbey, back to back their Back to Sanctuary back to their again. Pit. Life was just uh, unpredictable. No, it's... Uh, yes, yes it was. It, it was, was unpredictable. Yes, unpredictable, and... Man, when your luck went down, it went down. And it... Yeah, that's this was on, this is the down swing right here. Mm-hmm. Now, the... The reason that Richard can't just take the crown right now is because for one there's another son out there so if he kills edward then richard is still, is in still line. next in line over richard him. the younger richard yes the little prince richard also william lord hastings isn't just going to let that happen that's a little bit of a problem for richard there now buckingham is still whispering in richard's ear against the woodvilles they say and he's ruling in england as lord protector it's june 1483 Hastings is just, just even more put off with Richard. Not really cool with him at all. At all. Woodville's Hastings and Richard is a three-party standoff for these kids. Now they have a royal council meeting. Mm-hmm. Thomas More, who is a historian, a Tudor historian, he says that Richard comes in, eating, drinking, laughing. They're mm-hmm. all talking together. Uh, William Lord Hastings is there. There's some other other people. There's just, it's a good time. It's it's an all right time, and and Richard leaves the room just for a few minutes, and then comes back in and just looks fucking pissed off. It's not eating, not drinking anymore. Just super fucking angry. He basically freaks out and has Hastings executed without a trial. So this is like other Richard. This is like <laughs> multiple personality. Right, right, which is sort of what I thought, but they also say that maybe... He's Hastings... not Richard at that point. He's Dick. Right. <laughs> That's right. That they... Because uh, I still can't figure that, how they get Dick out of Richard. But right. I mean, the, like, as who the came joke up says, with that? you ask nicely. Right, right. But, yeah, who came up with that originally? Like, oh, Dick. That's good for Richard. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't known a whole lot of Richards. So. Okay, so Richard, Duke of Gloucester, is, you know, metamorphosized into Dick, his alternate ego. Well, they say what could possibly have and happened he had, was and that. What he, have, he had him executed, huh? Executed. Just got rid of him because he was an opposing voice, I think, more likely. Well, it's possible that Hastings was going to make a move on him, and he learned the information. You know, someone called him out, and he learned the information, and then came back and was just, you know, striking first. Um, It's maybe like Buckingham. Mm -hmm. The Duke of Buckingham had something to do with it. But Hastings is gone out, is out of the way now. So they can just sort of go get... Richard, the younger Richard, the Duke of York, no problem. So Duke of Buckingham goes down to Westminster Abbey, demands is a nice way of saying it. Right. That Elizabeth strongly encourages. Right. Probably threatens the other children or something. She is probably under duress, but she gives up her son. Oh, you know she had to be. I mean, she's gonna be terrified at that point. Like I wouldn't. Oh. So now Richard's got both the kids. Got both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. He still doesn't quite get crowned to be king yet this is still the you know the end of june um, a bishop by the yes. name of stillington he says that he was a witness 
for to a marriage of Edward IV and some other lady before Elizabeth Woodville. So that means that his marriage to Elizabeth Woodville was not valid. Uh, it was not valid, and the uh, princes are not in the line of succession because they're bastards. That's good enough for Richard III. That's also good enough for the Parliament because they declare him illeg illegitimate. Mm -hmm. And on July 6th, 1483, Richard III is crowned. Now, at this time, it's right around early, late June, early July, so right around the same time. Mm -hmm. The Chronicle of London confirms they see both boys, both Edward and Richard, shooting arrows in the garden, playing around and stuff. And that's the last time that they were ever seen. Yep. So never, there's any confirmation of them ever being right. seen. Right. Never seen again. As in never again. Like this. Still so, never Yeah. Again. Still never again after like five, over 500 years. It is still a mystery. There are a few accounts of what actually, well, there's a few theories as to what actually happened to them. One of those comes from this Thomas More fellow again, who again is the Tudor historian. Uh, this is his account of sort of Richard III and this, the, the princes are what Shakespeare used in his play, Richard III. According to Th Thomas More, this guy, James Terrell, who was jailed for a different offense in 1502, admitted to killing the princes. I'm sure he just gave up the information. No. They probably didn't cut <laughs> off any parts of his body or torture him even a little bit. Right. No, it was, it was I think, documented in some way that he admitted this under torture, and he was actually under arrest for some diff totally different thing. But apparently he admits culpability to killing the princes at this time that he's arrested several years later. For and they something think it else. was it was done by smothering them, just pinching their nose with their thumb and forefinger and putting their hand over the, the palm of mm -hmm. the hand over their mouth and just holding until they stop moving. Some say that Edward I'm sorry, some say that Richard they let him they let him go, that they they, they speared him out. Uh, because he was young and innocent and just, you know, made to live someplace else and just don't tell anybody who you really are. Right, or he was switched out for some other... Some other reason. ...kid, too, I heard also. Now, it's not really necessary for Richard III to have these kids killed because they have been, legally speaking, claimed by the Parliament. They are bastards, so they can't... There's, I mean, there's no legal right they have to the throne. He has more legal right to the throne being brother of Edward IV than some bastard kids do. Right, except that, you know, somebody else could come along and put them, re-legitimize them. I mean, that's exactly what Henry Tudor did when he Right, but he had to get him. Richard III out of the way before he could do that. Right, but somebody could do that, and if they were still alive, or, um, yeah, get them re-legitimized. Well, yeah, so... It's possible if someone had a big enough pull, but at this point, it's all of his his side. It's all, you know, his family. I mean, it was a law that got him off. A law could get them back in the line of succession. And, you know, obviously he probably would be, it, it would be a liability to him because, you know, he could be uh, put to death for treason, like if they got back into power. That's, that is very true. So, I mean, anytime, anytime this crown switches heads... People are going to fucking die. Now, there was also reports of a particular physician that was visiting Edward, mm -hmm. the younger Edward, Edward, the one who would have been Edward V. Little Prince Edward in the tower. And he, so it could have been some sort of like bone cancer or leukemia the kid had, and so he was just dying anyway. I feel, though, that if they died of natural causes, like Richard III would have made that known. That's possible. It would have like sealed the deal even more for him, and... Mm 
you know, I'm sure having public suspicion that he murdered them probably wasn't didn't help his popularity. It's pretty fucking brutal to murder your own nephews. It is pretty fucking brutal. Now, it's also said that the Duke of Buckingham switched sides. He went over to Henry Tudor's side, and he could have killed the princes as a favor to Henry Tudor, as Henry definitely couldn't take the throne, even with illegitimate... Right, but he was still... He was nephew to Henry the Sixth, is how he was related. So basically, like, Lancaster side and nephew of henry the sixth yeah i saw a family tree it was pretty yeah it's pretty it's like a bush oh yeah and i mean his his mother is also a very uh, powerful woman who worked a, a long time to help get her son where where he was she makes an she actually makes an alliance with elizabeth so margaret beaufort is henry tudor's mother she makes an alliance with elizabeth when she's still in sanctuary after her, both of her sons have been turned over the tower, tower and have disappeared, and Richard is king now. And so she agrees to help get Henry on the throne if he takes it away from Richard. She wants to help get Henry, her son, uh, Margaret's son, on the throne, and then she will have him marry her daughter, Elizabeth of York. Her and Edward's first daughter. Oh, right, right, mm -hmm. yes. Who actually ends up... And that's married. what she does get married. Yes, and that's oh, yeah. exactly what ends up happening. So Henry actually relegitimizes them in order for him to, to really secure really, his... They really seal the deal if exactly, he relegitimizes them the because he's marrying the princess house, of Wales. So it's the, it's the House of York and the House of Lancaster mm -hmm. now are together and... That's... And this is when they say kind of like this is when the War of the Roses ends. It's kind of the official end of the Plantagenet line and becomes the Tudor dynasty or dynasty so that would explain why henry needed to actually have the princes killed was because if he's going to re-legitimize them then they'll have the right to succession instead of him right so it, he's got to kill so them so they have to be dead re legitimize first. and then marry their sister right so really richard the third and henry both needed these kids killed to really yes either one of them could have, you know, had their legitimate reasons for wanting them gone. I mean, Richard is no fool when it comes to this. He's seen what his father killed and his brother executed and his other brother executed and his cousin killed going against Edward and now Edward is dead. And yeah, I mean... It's a clusterfuck. It is a giant clusterfuck. And when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Now, that was what George R. R. Martin wrote yes, in his book, I'm Game sure of Thrones. That wasn't an Edward III quote, but that wasn't. That wasn't an he did draw a lot of inspiration from the Wars of the, the War of the Roses for um, A Song of Ice and Fire series, which is the book series for anyone who only fucking watches the show. Hey, the show actually is going to end while the book series never will. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like your little dig there. Yeah, I, it would be fucking nice for When's a Winter to come out. We'll see if they if it does. <laughs> and the one that's supposed to come after that, but you know, the show is pretty awesome. I'm I'm not I'm not dissing the show. I'll read them once they all come out, and I can actually read them all instead of having to wait like a million years between books. Right. I love the show. I love the books. But, they are good. You know, they are yeah. all good. It's just the people that are like you know, Game of Thrones is life when they haven't read the books. You can't do that. You just can't. 
But yeah, it, it's it's interesting when you actually read actual history going on like this, and then you kind of do see. So I mean, because it just really what fucking was that way? It was totally like brutal, like kill or Ruthless. be killed. And you see some of the, some of the, you know, like the, the warring houses, like in Game of Thrones, it's like, you know, House of Stark, you know, and history's House of York and the Lannisters and the Lancasters. It's, there's lots of similar similarities. The Mad King even comes into play there, how they had Mad King Ares, which Jamie Lannister killed and then Robert Baratheon gets on the throne. It's good stuff. There's it's good stuff, and it yeah, it and really... this history is is a lot like it. Even even yes. Roman history is very similar. You can you can really no see... dragons, but no, not a lot. None <laughs> that we can prove anyway. Earlier, it was mentioned that Richard, Edward's younger brother, was maybe not dead; that he was possibly spirited away. Right. There were claims of people. Well, one person claimed to be Richard, Duke of York. That would be a guy who his name ended up being Perkin Warbeck. But he made a claim to the throne in 1490. In 1491, he went to Ireland to gain support for his claim. In 1492, he went to France. But he was kicked out because there was a treaty where they couldn't harbor people who were fucking with the current king of England, so they told him to leave. He did get acclaimed by Margaret of York, who was the sister of Edward IV, she claimed him publicly. And so she would have been his aunt. Exactly. She recognized him as, as her nephew. He went to a funeral because of this connection with Margaret of York in 1493, and there he was recognized as King Richard IV of England. In 1495, he allied with James IV of Scotland. So in 1496, him and James have some troops, and they're going to go, and they're going to take his throne and so from scotland they so this is basically when when henry, henry tudor or henry now henry the seventh is still king yes henry the seventh yeah. is king he's he's been king for a little while now yeah ever since he well ever since he defeated richard yes and so that was this in was, what was that 1485 1485 so he's been on so he's been on the throne bit. for over five years mm-hmm. reaching his second decade so the scottish army and Warbeck's army, they march into English, England, and they, you know, don't really do very much, and the whole thing sort of peters out. There's supply problems and what have you, and... Everything just hold up, hold up, hold James up. James <laughs> sort of just sends Warbeck away, like, gets a boat and just sends him off in 1497. It's like, And makes no. peace with England. He's like, sorry, guys, I just guy silver tongue. Right. Soft hands, I don't know. But Warbex, he's not done. He comes back with another force, and he attempts to siege Waterford, but soon has to flee back to Ireland. And then a later, a little bit later that year, he gets another army, and he lands in Cornwall. And he's going to take Cornwall. And how do you just get army like that? You had to be a really good speaker, I guess. To I convince. guess so. You know, you're asking people like go and going back to Ireland, getting people from Ireland to do it, right? And like, oh hey, you want to like possibly be gruesomely chopped up for me? I guess the Irish just didn't like the English. Well, yeah, there's kind of a long, long-standing history of that. So, so he gets he, another army. So he goes to Cornwall and go with another army, and he's gonna, he's gonna, take this place. And Henry the Seventh Army comes down there, and well, he sees this army, and he just he leaves his own army. He deserves his own army. He's just like, he's uh-uh. like, fuck this, I'm out, and he gets <laughs> caught. 
So that's unfortunate for him. He gets caught, and he eventually confesses that he's... Not actually Richard. Not actually Richard. Shocker. And I'm sure he was very forthcoming about it. Probably didn't get tortured at all. Probably not at all. It was probably... He probably had all of his digits they, and all know, of his skin. Yeah, they not just, a cut on him. They just sat, Pleasant. you know, like nice. with the with like a desk between the two of them. And a light. They just shined a light right. on him. Right, yeah. wouldn't give him water. Mm-hmm. He poured some water over his head. You just like knock it. Yeah, it was... Like yell really loud. Yeah, demand things. Slam your your, right. your hand Slam on the, the table. Slam the hand down yeah. on the table. That that was how that went. Probably exactly. Oh my gosh, I just can't even. Sometimes watching some of the stuff about the torture that was put upon people. Yeah, shit it, was fucked up. Oh Spanish God, Inquisition. It, oh my god, just all that it makes shit me like throw up. up. Just dude. There tends to be like dude. these things they do. Like for a while there, they'll like you know just do a little bit of the dismemberment. Sometimes they'll do a little castration. Oh. Sometimes they're like, oh, we're just going to cut the eyes out of all these people except for mm-hmm. one guy so this one guy can lead all these people back. And just all kinds of fucked up shit. Just unimaginable shit. Being like racked, were like having your freaking just above shit animals. pulled apart and burned alive. Oh, God, just, yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say above animals. Almost worse than animals. Animals don't really... Well, I mean, cats maybe torture a little bit. But not play around uh, with their not for differences in belief right. or whatever. They're not right. Like, it's you just know, doing it because it's a fucking cat and it's some small furry thing that's smaller than it. It's and shit that it does. Yeah, it just does. I guess you could say it's. I just mean, the you can say nature is do. cruel, but I would say human beings are are far more cruel than cruel nature. And fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So once he confessed that he wasn't Richard Henry the Seventh, kept him around. I mean, under guard, oh, but he, nice. he let him chill out at court. You know, he got to eat. That was he pretty generous, I'd say. Yeah, he was he was treated fairly well by all accounts until he tried to escape. Because then he did he tried to escape, mm-hmm. and so he was tossed into the Tower of London into solitary. And there was some other guy up there, and they both tried to escape together, and they were caught, and so he was hanged. They were probably both hanged. His but... uh, generosity was only going to go so far, I guess. Well, really, if you're treating him nice, then. He sort of tried to overthrow right. the throne. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I I would probably feel a little bit pissed off, too. Like, hey. You were a dick for no real reason. Right? I was I was good to you. I didn't... I had every reason to totally hideously murder you for what you did. And, and he didn't. He yeah, didn't. he didn't. But can't oh, well. tolerate escape attempts, I guess. <laughs> and at least, you know, I mean, hanging... You know, I guess if it's great, sort of like a hurt me once, shame on you. Yeah, hurt me twice, shame, shame on me. me. He had to kind of save face after that. Yeah, just, just hang like, the okay. fucking shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Clearly was not going to resign himself to just being kind of a prisoner for the rest of his life. And really, people didn't give too much of a shit about the princes at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure their sister did, but she knew better than I'm sure than to be talking right. well, about Well, at this it, point, they've been it. gone for years. I mean, they've been gone for years, and he admits that it's that it wasn't him and she i mean i feel like she probably would know whether or not her brother got away because she would she would have been there when he had to have been turned over and maybe she wouldn't have been there if they had let him escape but another theory i guess was that he was like a changeling like she had to turn him over and she no not because of the magic but because she just grabbed some other like kid Oh, and I gave see. it to them when she had to turn him over. Oh, I see, I see. And then spirited little Richard away somewhere to grow up. And little Richard. Little Richard. <laughs> spirited him away right there so he could grow up and rebel against uh, Henry Tudor. But 
I just don't think it pans out. No, no. They're they probably both are dead. It's kind of like uh, you know, that that chick Anastasia, the Romanoff yeah, yeah. family, how she was the youngest too. It's always the youngest, I well, guess. Well, it's, it's easiest because the youngest you change quite a bit from being a child right. and when you get older, so, so a 10-year-old gonna... at 25, you're not so sure if it's the right. same person or not. Right. It's easy to be like, yeah, that was totally me as a baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. But turned out that was not true because, yeah, the Bolsheviks killed the shit out of all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of killing the shit out of things. And I think the same thing with uh, Richard, Duke of York. It was... It was him. He, he was dead. He was dead with He's... his brother oh, and, yeah. and there was no... no coming back with some other name and he is just gone another and then another the person that, dead in the tower of london well the fact that they find two skeletons well they did find two did find two skeletons in 1674 there were so, some workmen rebuilding the staircase in the tower of london already almost 200 years later it's 16 yes. something but it's like 200 years almost after this was in the reign of king charles yes. the second so doing a little renovating they find these two kids and or these skeletons of the two kids and so that the king like i said charles ii he put the bones in an urn and it was marked for edward and richard mm -hmm. now this was the 1600s so they don't have a lot of scientific right stuff. no no like forensic files now they were re-examined they were re-examined in 1933 mm -hmm. it was found that the skeletons were not complete and that there were some animal animal bones mixed in with the human bones so it actually hasn't been proven. Do you think maybe the little princes like had little dogs? I don't know. They killed the family dog. The Bolsheviks did with the Romanov family. They didn't want the dog to have a place in the throne. Right. Because I think after all the family dies, it does go to the pets. <laughs> That's right. The pets rule. Uh, I just imagine them with one of those little spaniels and... I imagine yeah. the people who killed like, them were just, I, like, eating chicken and knew just, like, dropped <laughs> the bones with the body. They're like, oh, well, we've got this rubbish, too. That's not depraved enough for me. I think a pet or two needs to die. That happens in Game of Thrones. The That's fucking true. dire wolves, you know? It's like, oh, my God, I just want to scream. Like, can we please, like, stop killing people's pets? That's the real moral of the story. Yes. Don't kill people's pets. Right? It's just not nice. That's a dick move. So, but the children's bones are found and studied in 1933. Or, well, they're still, found in 1674, but they are re, re, re in 1933. 1933. Still, this was 1933, so it's not. not there was no better forensic science, files. There wasn't still, any still sort no of stuff like files. we have now. Unfortunately, we they won't let anybody in to right. mess with them now for some right. reason. No, they are like really dicks about this. They don't want anything messed with or anything done with dna which we can totally like do now without really harming the bones either taking right. just a little bit and away from it and i just don't know why they're so just like i don't know what is it the queen the church i think it's a little bit of two. both i think it's a little bit of both the right. queen definitely has some say in it and has been like uh-uh because she came into power in like the 50s and this was done like 1933 these people yes. were like granted access and but she's just like uh-uh and I think maybe the the church is backing that, or who knows? I'm not. I'm not. I admit to not being 100% clear on how British law works. Right, right. Um, but anyways, one thing that they did note in 1933 was, you know, possible injury to like the upper part of this the the nose cavity, which would indicate the smothering. Which could happen, yes, if they're holding the the, the, mm -hmm. the nose like that. It can even rip the frenulum, Ugh. which is the 
that's your, little bit your of skin that holds thing. your yeah. top lip to your face. And so that gets ripped too when you get smothered like that. Least of your concerns if being smothered, right, I would imagine. But if you survive, it would be you're uncomfortable. About to die and you're slowly losing consciousness. That's got to be fucking horrible. Not I mean, great. you not know, great. not the worst way to go, but yeah, definitely, definitely not one that you want to. Yeah, that's not cool. If you can but, avoid getting smothered, you should yeah, avoid getting smothered to death. Definitely. That's my advice. That's good advice, I think. I'm, I'm, I have some good advice on me <laughs> here and there. Once in a while. I think they also found, like, little bits of velvet, too, though, that was, like, clung to the bones. So, not only, I think, were they, it was ascertained at probably, like, the right age and size for, like, how old little princes were, but the fact that there was vel- bits of velvet, and pretty much only wor- royalty wore velvet back in those days. So, it but seemed like being... those those skeletons would have been somebody of great importance, if not royalty. So, well, it was the Tower of London. There's two and of so them, and you know, it was the mean, Tower of London, and lots of people sense. died there. And that was a place right. for high class, or not high class, but high priority prisoners. So it is possible that they were different prisoners from a different time. Possible, but I mean, I mean they went to not... a lot. Of, but a lot of times, like people in the Tower of London were there under the order of a king or a queen. It wasn't. Like, these, these little children being murdered is, like, a major crime. Like, a big one. Even if they're just Ill- illegitimate. Right. It is a big one. And they were those skeletons were found unburied under the stairs. So, clearly, like, whoever killed them didn't want them to be discovered. Didn't want it known that these boys had been killed. Or I wonder if other people who are executed there, I wonder if their remains are... Like well, a lot of times it's a public execution, just... or even if it's a, like a private execution, it's still like something that's made public record. Well, let's say like when uh, these Richard these boys II... just disappeared and were clearly murdered, well, but let's... nobody wanted to. Let's say like when Richard the Second was starved to death in the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. What did they do with his bones? Are they buried someplace, or do they just right. discard them? Right. I just don't know. I don't know either. Maybe it was a special that. case because he was a king. It but depends. Like other like you know princes and dukes and that they're putting on there. I wonder if they what they do with their remains. Well, I, yeah, I think it just depends at the time because some people, even people that are killed and you know had committed acts of treason, still get like kind of an elaborate burial and get to be buried here or there. And then other like look at Richard the Third himself. Right, he ended up parking under, lot. Yeah, he ended up under a fucking parking lot because he was probably just buried wherever he was. Nobody retrieved him and put him in Westminster Abbey. His right. place was Not unknown. Until like two thousand and twelve. Right, exactly when he was found under like a car garage. It a wasn't garage. at the time a, a car garage. They didn't have those. Back right. Then. then they probably didn't it know probably that that was going to happen. But, or whatever the fuck. Right, but how crazy is that? But that wasn't the only set of bones that were found. Yeah, what is the fuck? Tower of London. So in 1789. Unknown children's bones everywhere. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, this was actually at St. George's Chapel. So is that Westminster Abbey? I'm not really I sure. Think, I think that's part that, of, like, Westminster Abbey, probably. That could be. That could could be. Could be Westminster Abbey. Because it, wasn't it, uh, I think, the I think they're all buried there. Was Are you talking about them... This is where little skeletons in the you know, in the coffins and Edward the Fourth and Elizabeth Woodville's right the work tomb. the workmen broke into okay. accidentally broke into the vault where Edward the Fourth and Elizabeth Woodville are buried. That's just crazy. I want to fucking see inside there like so. Yeah, bad. no shit. That would be crazy. Just all the yeah. I've been to Westminster Abbey and you see some of these like they have like kind of these above ground like sarcophaguses. And I was like fifteen when I went there, but. I remember seeing, you know, some of them, it was like six or 700 years old, and I was just like, oh my God, I just wanted to like 
pull the top up so bad and see what was inside. It wasn't the time of selfies, but nowadays you would want to just, you know, pop it open and take a selfie with right. the <laughs> Well, these workmen, in addition to actually breaking into this this particular this uh, vault, they yeah, found like, another one that was adjoining to this one that had there's some coffins here. I think we like oh, let's keep going. Yeah. I guess. So they find two more coffins with the names of older children. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was uh, George, who died at two. Right. And then there was another Mary, who died at fourteen. Now, the thing about these being in this vault is that they're elsewhere in the chapel are these same, these people are buried as well. So the two children are buried somewhere else. It says that they're... There's they're, another vault that there's has another their vault remains that says in there. That's and their then remains. there's this other... Rem- and so, uh, so Mary and George, those... Those are those would be uh, siblings of the little princes. Exactly, Older and they're siblings. buried with yeah, and they are buried with their parents Edward and Elizabeth. That was the place they found is with their with their parents. They were they were but, already buried elsewhere before they found. Oh, the so seconds. it says that they're buried somewhere else, and then they actually found their coffins with Elizabeth and Edwards in an adjacent vault that they didn't that was that was hidden. So that I mean, who knows whose bones are whose? Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if they opened any of these vaults, I mean, or it opened could any, be, of the, any of the, the, the right, like the one that they think that they the are actually in. Because maybe sure is that just like a paperwork like thing? Like maybe they recorded it in. wrong or translated something wrong. Well, at this point, it's all English. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's old English. Not and, even that old in the 1400s. And I mean, a bit old. Who knows about like accurate? In the 1400s, we could. Understand them. Us not as easy since we're American. It would be probably harder for us to decipher the accent. But Mm -hmm. if you're more used to an English accent, I'm sure it would be easier for you to understand what they said. But that's it. There was no real firm evidence of Mm -hmm. where the princes are or what happened to them. They're probably dead. I would imagine at this point, yes. At this point, they're dead. They're dead (laughs) and fuck. They're way the fuck dead uh, if i had to choose i would say that the probably the person who killed him was the duke of buckingham i think that he killed them in order as to sort of a favor. president a present to henry tudor like no no no, i'm, I'm a loyalty i just killed these two fucking kids for you or he just kind of got rid of them and like oh well, look now you just have to defeat richard exactly because maybe henry tudor would have maybe been ho- kind of waiting it out like it's not just Richard. Uh, there's those kids too, and you know he's right, probably holding back to kids. yeah. He's probably like holding back to be like I just don't even know how this is gonna play out, and maybe I should just hold on for a while. And Buckingham was just like, oh here, let's just move things along. And yes, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me from what I've learned from right Duke of Buckingham. But it just wouldn't surprise me also to to see Richard have done it himself to just not be a hundred percent sure that. This can just go badly for him, like you know, like I said, he knew he knew how this works. He had to the competition basically had to die. They tried I mean, to they not kept let the... Henry the Sixth alive, exactly. and look what happened. I mean, he came back and people there, the and the just ass. like just like with him, there were probably people out there that were not only loyal to Elizabeth Woodville, but just loyal to the princes in general, and feeling like they're the ones who deserved and and would could possibly raise an army and overthrow Richard. So he knows the smartest things to do is to get rid of his nephews. 
So, I mean, that's kind of my, yeah, that's my theory. Just because I feel like Henry Tudor, I mean, it could have been Buckingham moving along, but Henry Tudor himself probably didn't have a call, didn't do it himself. No, I mean, and Richard wouldn't have done it himself either. I mean, that, right, I, I mean, mean, that Terrell guy, I mean, the, the King, the King order. Henry the Seventh. so Henry Tudor and the little prince's sister, Elizabeth of York, go to the trial of that one, that one guy who right, confessed. Right. So obviously I feel like they were convinced in some way that he was telling the truth as far as his culpability with killing the princes. And he was the, one of the henchmen of Richard the third. So if his torture story is true, which again is hardest, you know, that is coming from the historian, Thomas Moore, who is a Tudor historian. So yes. And he did probably when he probably could have documented how things went, um, in a in a particular way in order to gain favor exactly. one way or another like this kill. is the popular story and this is what people want to hear but i don't know i just think that richard iii had a good reason to do it he was he could obviously be ruthless i mean elizabeth would have he killed her brother anthony and her son richard gray and you know, that poor woman, Elizabeth Woodville, just thinks she's lost her father. She's lost two brothers. She's lost three sons. Of her four sons, she has one left. It's a hell of a thing. Thomas Gray. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah, and it, I think it's through uh, descendant of, descendants of his is uh, Lady Jane Gray, the one who gets to be queen for like nine days before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? Man. The uh, descendants and stuff that come off of all these kings and these stories it's just it's very interesting it's an interesting interesting history because in america our leadership pretty much after the revolutionary war right has been all elected there is a brief deal during the civil war but that was still only four or five years mm-hmm. so for most of american history it's pretty straightforward you can easily pretty much see why each person won and right it's an election. It's not a monarchy. It's not handed down through a line of descendants. As far as we know, I mean, that's what they tell marriages us. and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> and we just don't know. That's that's. I'm not saying. And that's maybe not they're possible. all fucking lizards. Who knows? Um, but I I love this story. I do love this story because it is, it's brutal and tragic to say the least. I mean, what happened to the little princes is fucking horrible. What happened to pretty much and, everybody involved is fucking horrible. <laughs> yes, you could definitely say that. And this was all, you know, kind of an attempt uh, by men so that they could become king and have all this power. But I think really the, a lot of this story is about really powerful women, though. Uh, got Jaquetta and Elizabeth Woodville, Henry Tudor's mother, Margaret Beaufort. And so Margaret Beaufort and Elizabeth Woodville end up being grandparents to Henry VIII who is father to Elizabeth one, who is like one of the greatest rulers in the history of the monarchy. People could say. So I think it's like a, a story about a long line of really uh, powerful women that get to watch all of their children and loved ones die. <laughs> yeah. It was hard for sure. I'm kid- I would not want to trade places with any one of them. I mean, Jesus Christ. Life is pretty brutal. Life is pretty brutal. Much better to be royalty during the whole Downton Abbey time. Yes. Maybe just a bit before. Yeah, it's a little bit safer at that point, I think. Quite a bit safer. I think if it were just me, I would just be like, oh, can I just be kind of like like a wealthy, like 
landowner person, but not hugely involved in politics. Right. That seems to. Can I just kind of live a simple life that's like as comfortable as one could have in the medieval times, but not be you know in a big position of power because that was basically like you were gonna get fucked at some point. Oh yeah, and even still, even having land. I mean, when taxes came around, there was. There was a lot of, of stuff that happened. I'm not sure at this point if they were still really just gouging people for taxes or not. But I would imagine with all the warring going on, they were probably gouging the shit out of everyone they could. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that that was always something that made you wildly unpopular was when you had to raise taxes. And a lot of these lords and stuff who were in charge of land, they, they weren't going off to do the fighting anymore. They were paying the king a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And the king was using that money to go fight. It wasn't like, you know, King Arthur would ride around and be like, hey, knights, let's go do this shit. Right. There, was, there wasn't much of that. It was a lot of hiring, just getting money from the wealthy because they didn't right. want to go fight. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fighting's dangerous. It is. I mean, just back in the off. day, it was like, just, oh, let's just go out on a field and hack each other to death with swords. Fuck. It seems like there's not very many, like, super quick, painless ways to die. Arrow in, in that right method. between the eyes. Right. Bullet right between the eyes. Not a lot of bullets, I don't think, nope. at this point. But... Nope. It's just lots of swords, though. Swords, swords and axes. Axes, spears, Spears, lances. clubs, maces. Oh, those, those things that go around on the ball and chain. None of that's cool. Yeah. Not getting hit by it anyway. Right. You want to avoid no, all of that. you would want to avoid that at all costs. And then, of course, if you do get injured, like, ugh. So, do you have Not anything great else medical you'd like care. to say about this today, Joanna? No, I think I've said all I, I want to say. My theory with the little princes in the tower is that they were killed by their uncle, Richard III. All right. In a, in a you know, struggle for power and for him to keep the crown that he wrongfully took for them because he was kind of a dick like that. All right. Well, next week we have a special surprise for everyone. Oh, yes. We're going to have really, a special guest on our show. Not really next week, but next time, I suppose. Yeah, in a couple of weeks more like so uh, in the meantime thank you all for listening have a great night do you enjoy the stranger than podcast please let us know check out and like our facebook page facebook.com slash stranger than podcast or drop us an email stranger than podcast at gmail.com that's stranger than podcast all one word at gmail.com also feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.